Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Sweet Tooth Vegan Podcast. I'm your host, Shalina, and you are listening to episode 15 entitled Don't Be Cruel. Today's guest is Ayan Ibrahim, also known as vegan underscore muslama on Instagram. Ayan is a Somali American woman living in Atlanta, Georgia. She is married with two sons and has been a ESL teacher for four years and is currently a substitute teacher. Six months ago, she became a vegan after deciding that she needed more energy and needed a healthier lifestyle. She created her vegan page, vegan underscore muslama, for accountability and to get to know other like-minded vegans and to learn more about plant-based recipes. She shares dishes that she creates and she also shares information about cruelty-free makeup. In this episode, she gives insight to this topic and if you wear makeup or know someone that wears makeup or loves makeup, definitely send this podcast episode their way. We start off this episode by playing a little icebreaker game called Last Time and I got this idea from another podcast that I listened to called Three Dreads and a Do-Rag. They invited me on their show last month. And I think it's a great way for listeners just to get to know who the guest is, a little introduction. So yeah, I got that idea from them, Um, but they play the game Would You Rather. I might do that game as well in a future episode. But uh, let's get into the episode. Enough chit chat for now. This is Don't Be Cruel with Ion. So we'll start off with an icebreaker game for the listeners to just connect with you and get to know you a little bit. Okay. Um, this icebreaker game is called Last Time. So I will read a statement or a question that's based on the last time you did something. And I'll play along with you. So, okay, cool. Yeah. So the first question is, what was the last movie you watched? The last movie I watched was Creed 2. Um, I watched it about a couple weeks ago, and I, lo- I love the first one so much. So I was like, I have to see the second one. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that was the last one. Which one do you prefer, the first or the second? Um, I feel like the second one was a little more emotional. It, it really drew, you know, the tears out. Like, if you're, if you're, because the acting is so great um but I like the I like actually honestly I like both I think they're both great um but if I had to choose I feel like the first one gave a great introduction to the whole movie so I would say the first one cool um I'll definitely check that out like I like Michael B. Jordan and um Mm -hmm. his other movies but I haven't seen that one the last movie I watched was I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. Oh yeah, I've heard that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's actually a good, um, like, has a good message, and uh, a lot of comic relief. So that one's good. Oh, cool. Okay, that's not. Yeah, I've heard of that one. I've seen the trailer for it. She seems like a. I'm sorry to say, a hot mess <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> When was the last time you laughed hysterically? So like sore cheeks, almost peed your pants. <laughs> um, let's see. Probably yesterday. I think it was 
something funny my older son did. He was, he has this, he's going to terrible twos. So he's really hilarious when he like, he'll just suddenly have bursts of energy and just like start. I know it's not funny actually, but like he was attacking his dad. Uh, my husband like grabbing his hair and beating oh, on him. No. So I, I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious because, you know, just seeing that, seeing a little tiny child beat up a grown man, even though, you know, of yeah. course he, that's his son. He's not going to do anything. He's just playing. Yeah. But it was just hilarious because I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Kids are funny though. So they are, they're always doing something to keep you laughing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was the last time probably yesterday. Yeah. That's cute. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For me, um, happened last week. I actually got invited for the first time to be on a podcast. Um, and they were playing a, a similar game. They were playing like a would you rather game. Mm-hmm. And like one of the questions, I was just like, it really, like the response of the host is just like really made me laugh so hard I like my cheeks were so sore yeah. afterwards it was very silly but yeah that their airing of that episode is coming out soon so okay I'll, I'll, I'll look out it. for it yeah, yeah let me know and I'll I'll check it out yeah um when was the last time you were really excited about something so um I think for me it's a, two things. One was um, the last time I was really excited was actually you inviting me to do this podcast was very exciting oh. for me because I had never done anything like this before. And I, I was really like, you know, not surprised, I shouldn't say, but I was almost like, oh, I feel honored to, awesome. you know, for someone <laughs> to ask me to do, you know, talk about something that I'm new to, you know, cruelty-free makeup and whatnot. I, I feel like the best way you can learn anything is by talking about it, look, you know, researching about it. And I really appreciate this. So this was probably the last time I was excited. And before that, um, going along with the whole plant-based diet, for me, when I first started six months ago, I did this challenge um, that the singer, the R&B singer Maya, she does these challenges um, every quarter of the year um, to get people to get into a plant-based lifestyle. Um, she challenges you to do either vegan, raw vegan, or a juicing challenge for maybe, sometimes it's three weeks at a time, sometimes four weeks at a, at, you know, per quarter. So I did that the third quarter of this year and actually won the challenge, even though I had I had like little to no knowledge. Oh. Yeah, I had little to no knowledge about what it meant to really have, you know, do a plant-based diet. So that was pretty exciting because um, what she's gonna do, and it's gonna be towards the end of January. But what she what she will be doing is taking myself and two, the three other uh, winners on a little mini vacation. She likes to call it or vacation. No yeah. So I was like, okay. That is exciting because I have never really won anything so big before. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like to be with like-minded people who are also vegan and also appreciate eating healthy and, you know, just having a more holistic way of living um, or eating. So yeah, those two things pretty, got me pretty excited recently. (laughs) How about yourself? Thank you. Yeah. 
for me, similar to you, um, uh, when I got invited on a pod to be on a mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. last week, it was my first time uh, being invited on a podcast and taking a different role, like being the guest rather than the right. host. And um, this podcast that I was on, I'm, I'm a huge fan. It's a Canadian one. It's called Three Dreads and a Do-Rag. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, four young men from Toronto, and um, they host it. So they kind of talk about, like, um, politics, uh, decolonization, um, Black ec- excellence, and, like, they just share their experiences as Black men in mm-hmm. Toronto. So, yeah, I got invited to just talk about uh, veganism and my... Uh, passions for baking yeah that's pretty cool actually um that's exciting as well definitely so um we'll get into the questions for our interview so the first one is how would you explain what cruelty-free makeup is to someone who has never heard the term before okay so um i did recently start getting into cruelty-free makeup and I did talk a little bit before about how, for me, it was more about my skincare routine initially. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started to think deeply about how using makeup is, so basically what I put into my body, such as food, is something that can affect the way I think, the way I feel, uh, how I sleep. Um, And I wanted to start getting into makeup because I realized also that you know, our body, our skin is a large organ and whatever you put in on it can affect it through our pores. So as far as cruelty-free makeup goes, it's a term that describes makeup that is not tested on animals. um, And also not only just the finished product, but also Mm -hmm. the ingredients are not tested on animals. So Um, one thing I like to look at before I buy a product, at least lately I've been doing that more is I look at the ingredients that are in the makeup and typically you don't realize it, but oftentimes a lot of makeup, uh, cosmetic companies, what they'll do is put a, you know, a little note, or I guess you could say disclaimer to say that their makeup is cruelty free. Um, but usually they put that on the final product that doesn't eliminate that the that the ingredients were not cruelty free so that's something to keep in mind when you're buying makeup um and I know that it's almost like when you buy your makeup you go to these makeup stores like Sephora or Macy's or you know Ulta wherever you buy your makeup Walmart or Target and it looks so pretty and you you read about how it's going to do this for your skin (laughs) and make you glow And then you don't really think about how did this makeup come to be? You know, I, I hate to be that type of person, but sometimes, you know, as they say, ignorance is bliss. You'd rather Mm -hmm. just not know. And I know I was like that in the beginning when I started my plant-based diet or just being vegan. Um, I didn't want to, I just had a hard time reading or watching documentaries that talked about the cruelty that a lot of these animals face. To just, to just basically provide us for the food and the drinks that we have, like the milk and also the meat that we 
have previously eaten for the both of us. Um, mm-hmm. At least for me, I was eating. Um, I'm Muslim, so what what my family and I eat is halal meats, which is or you could say kosher meat, which is basically the animal is blessed before it's killed. So it's killed in basically the most humane way possible. Um, so if it's certified halal, that's the meat that I would eat. I would not eat anything that was not halal. Um, and like I, you know, for me being vegan, I support anyone's way of life, however they choose to eat. Um, but back to the issue at hand, as I was saying, ignorance is bliss. So I didn't want to know about, you know, I watched what the health and when I watched it, it started to go into the process of what these animals go through mm-hmm. and it freaked me out. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm done. Same. Yeah. I, I went, I literally went cold Turkey. I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating any more meat. I'm not drinking any more milk. I'm not, I just can't. And so it was a struggle, you know, in the beginning, I was just kind of like, well, what do I do now? But um, that being said, with my body, I was paying attention to the food I was consuming. So in turn, I wanted to pay attention to what I was putting on my skin. So for the the animals, the poor animals, what they have to endure when it comes to cruelty, excuse me, makeup that's not cruelty free is that uh, oftentimes these animals, their fur is shaved off so that that way they're tested for allergic reactions. Um, oftentimes these animals are fed or they're onto their skin. They're applied, um, their skin is applied with substances that are um, just extremely harmful and harsh. And wow. these animals have to literally sit through this or go through oh it. And <laughs> it, yeah, it's really, it was really heartbreaking wow. because there there's like no limit it's like keep going keep going what's the maximum amount we can put on these animals before they get a reaction and I'm just thinking of my dog right now yeah like it makes you think about any if you're a pet owner I'm not but if you have a dog or a cat you don't really realize like that's an animal that animal you know what I mean an animal like it a dog or cat could have been tested on because I know in China um a lot of makeup com- cosmetic companies that that set ship their products to China, those the companies there do not like in China they regulate that any anyone that's sending in their um, internationally imported or exported cosmetics must be tested on. So mm-hmm. if it's manufactured there or if the makeup product is being tested, it's definitely going through some form of um, some some form of testing where the animals have to go through this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that way, that's one sign you can tell. Like if a product has been manufactured in China, then yes, the animal animals have been tested on. Whereas in Europe, it's not that, it's not the case where there's no animal uh, testing allowed. Wow. But yeah, one, one point I was going to bring up about the animal testing is that um, what rats have to go through is that um, they're, they have to endure like prolonged carcinogen um, testing, oh, uh, carcinogen testing. Um, and basically what this does is monitor for cancer. And I mean, that to me just sounds totally inhumane, mm-hmm. you know, and once they're actually tested for this cancer, they're just eventually killed off. Oh. So... It's really crazy. I mean, they're force-fed these cosmetic ingredients for over two years, and it's just like, 
that's no way to live, you know? Yeah. And that alone just made me feel like it, it instantly made me think about what I'm using. I'm like, okay, so these animals were ingested, you know, ingesting these ingredients or getting a reaction from them. Imagine for us, like, of course it's been tested, you know? So in a way you're thinking like, well, it's been tested and they sell it. It must be okay. Um, but what's scary to think is that the FDA does not regulate um, makeup. It's not regulated. And in Europe, they've banned um, 1,372 harmful cosmetic ingredients, whereas in the U.S., they've only banned 10. Wow. So that just makes you think, yeah, That's it makes insane. you think, oh yeah, gosh. it's insane. It's like that number doesn't even add up. The two numbers aren't even anywhere close to each other. Um, so realtors can really put anything in their makeup and it does affect the environment, the environment as well. Wow. And, you know, um, with the environment, what's happening is that a lot of the makeup packaging is wasteful. You know, the plastic that comes in, maybe like the lipstick tubes, for example, that's not easily recyclable. It's very difficult for, um, it to be broken down. So what's happening is a lot of these products, uh, excuse me, a lot of these, um, I guess you could say, packaging, it's just sitting in a landfill and just, it's, it's just toxic for the environment. And what's happening is it's just wasting away somewhere and getting into the fresh and ocean waters. Whoever um, educates themselves on this, now you can take this information and you know, think about what you're actually buying. Think about what you're, consu- um, excuse me, what you're putting onto your skin. And it's, it doesn't just go for makeup cosmetics. It's also what you wash yourself with, the soap that you use, the um, shampoo, the conditioner. All of it seeps into your body somehow. So for me, I've already made the change to use um, an organic, um, cruelty-free body wash, shampoo, conditioner, just because that's something I have to do every day or every other day. And so I know that it's, it just doesn't make sense to constantly be using these products when you know it can affect your health, you know? Right. right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just, it just blows my mind. I'm like, I didn't realize how much can go into a little tube of lipstick or foundation. Definitely learning a lot. What led you to decide to switch over to cruelty-free vegan makeup? Okay, so for me, it all began when um, I noticed that even though I was eating um, healthier foods, you know, having fruits, veggies, and plant-based protein, um, my issue was still about my skin where I wanted to achieve, I just wanted to get to the next level. So even though I was taking care of my body from the inside out, I wanted to, you know, look at, you know, my face and, and just really get that to where I wanted it to be, especially in the winter because it's so dry out. Um, I lose a lot of moisture from my face, so I tend to look very dull. So I started Hmm. looking into my skincare routine overall, and um, I came across a brand called Youth to the People, and that's one that's both cruelty-free and vegan. So what they use, their ingredients are based on their 
antioxidant rich, they're vitamin and mineral, they're vitamin and mineral filled superfoods. And yeah, so it's a great, I feel like it's a great line. Um, I have like three products from them, the cleanser, which is made out of just kale, spinach, green tea. I have their moisturizer. And also I have, um, there's a super berry hydrate and glow oil that I use. And Mm-hmm. What's great about it is they don't have parabens, which a lot of uh, makeup products, not just makeup products, but like cosmetic products, I should say. And food, the food industry also uses this a lot, parabens, which are basically preservatives um, that are used to keep these products in pharmaceutical food and cosmetics. They, it's used to basically keep it fresh and germ-free. But that's not always a good thing because that can affect your skin and you don't really want something with parabens and it doesn't have um, this other thing in it called um, phthalates, which is basically a group of chemicals used to soften and increase flexibility of plastic and vinyl. So what's great about their products is for instance, um, their cleanser comes in a glass bottle. So you can always refill that or reuse it. So that's, that's a plus side to it where you're not using wasteful materials um when you buy your cosmetics yeah um yeah so that's that's something to keep in mind is what exactly are you using on your body and that's what led me to decide you know what I want to have a whole holistic clean way of living so I don't want to make sure like what I use on my skin is also healthy not just what I eat um Right. And one last thing I was going to say about the that company is that they also don't use sulfates, which is that cleaning agent. It's used to remove dirt and oil, and it's what causes the lather and soap and shampoo. They don't use that in theirs because that can actually irritate your skin and eyes. So oftentimes, I don't know if you've noticed, certain cleansers you may use can cause your skin to itch. So, yeah, yeah that yeah, I have very sensitive mm-hmm. skin. Yeah, their stuff does not use it, which I can appreciate because I've used things before where I'm like, oh my gosh, my skin feels so dry and itchy. And it could just be that sulfate that's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My hands get are really sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I get eczema, especially in the mm-hmm. winter seasons. Mm-hmm. If I use soaps that are not sensitive or that are just harsh. like your everyday type right. of soap. Yeah, they they really eat up my skin. Like it's really bad. Yeah. My son has eczema too a little bit. So we try to keep it always dry and moisturized. So that's mm-hmm. something like when you're using your cleansers, your soaps, I would say go for anything that's more ve- on the vegan side. Um especially if you have eczema or any kind of uh issues with your dry skin because you don't want to mm-hmm. use anything that could irritate it even more exactly mm-hmm. yeah like I've switched my dish soap so I use um, a brand I forget what it's called but yeah it's, it has like no dyes no parabens mm-hmm. in it um, <clears throat> natural ingredients and then but like at, when I'm at work I don't have that option so like it's it's what you have there yeah (laughs) right yeah 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 so yeah um how accessible is cruelty-free makeup so like Mm -hmm. the cost its availability access so 
you'd be surprised that a lot of drugstores and places like Walmart, Target, Ulta, Sephora, all those places do carry cruelty-free makeup. And I did make a short list of a few that I found online. So I'll just go down the list quickly. But the first is Ardell, which is um, vegan and cruelty-free lashes. Um, with this list, a lot of these things, um, these product, uh, excuse me, these cosmetic lines, they're very affordable. So um, as far as the price range, it could go anywhere between the cheapest thing could be from five up until $20. It just depends. Um, nice. And there are, I know that you're in Canada, there are Canadian brands too that I did not list, unfortunately. Um, but That's okay. <laughs> but they are available too. There's Canadian brands that are carried in stores um, that we may not even have here in the States. But what I have here, I think you may f- be familiar with. So the second one I have is ELF, E-L-F, and they carry cruelty-free and many vegan makeup products. Another one that I have, um, I have their brushes. It's called Eco Tools. They're made from high-quality, um, they are high-quality brushes, and they're made from highly sustainable materials like bamboo. And their bristles are also soft synthetic, not made from animal hair. And I love it. Um, the fourth one I have is Melania. Um, I think that's how it's pronounced, Melani. Milani. Um, it's certified by both PETA, which is the People for Ethical Treatments of Animals, and also Leaping Bunny. Okay, cool. So those that one's cruelty-free. Um, NYX is another one. And I will put a disclaimer that it is owned by uh, L'Oreal, which is not cruelty-free. But NYX is a brand that is uh, certified by PETA so you also have to look at where um, the big name companies some of them are not most I would say a few of them are not cruelty free so that's also something to keep in mind uh, uh, but yeah NYX is good to use Physicians Formula is another one and that's more in the higher range for drugstore brands um, mm-hmm. and they are definitely certified by the uh, PETA to be animal friendly and um, and they're also they do human trials under supervision by a board certified uh, board, board certified dermatologist so that's also good to keep in mind like real people have used these products so you know that right. if real people have you know passed you know any exam or you know testing that's been done on them, that it's more than likely safe to use on your own skin, as long as you're not allergic or anything. Um, And so, yeah, another good one is Wet n Wild, and I'm sure you've probably heard of that one. Oh, Mm -hmm. really? They have vegan products, yep, and cruelty-free. Okay, so they just added on to what they already have, or is, like, all I believe what I read is that they have vegan products and that they're cruelty-free for sure. So you can do a little research, but they do have products that are good to use for your skin. And yeah, so that's a good one um, to use as well if that's affordable. Um, But yeah, this is not an an all-inclusive list. Like I said, these are just the ones that I found that you could find at drugstores. But yeah, they're very affordable, good to use. You don't have to worry about, you know, where these ingredients came from, where... You know, and like I said, you still have to keep in mind that not everything is vegan because that's a little bit shorter of a list. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But the good thing is at least you know that they were not tested on animals. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's um, really insightful and interesting, that whole point of just because it's cruelty-free doesn't mean it's vegan. Mm-hmm. Like, I just automatically assume, oh, it's, wherever I see cruelty-free, I just assume like it's mm-hmm. vegan. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing oh, that no problem. point. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll, I'll name the, the bigger companies that are popular and a few that I have myself. Um, so Juvia's Place is an eyeshadow that's a, actually is a Black-owned business, too. Um, I believe the creator, I don't know if there's a co-creator, but I know the creator, she's African. I forgot exactly where she's from, but she does, um, created this line of eyeshadow palettes that's so nice. It's really, it's highly pigmented. Um, pretty colors. Um, she has names for it called like the Saharan, the warrior. Um, those oh, are two God. that I can think of off the top of my head, but <laughs> she has a great line. Um, Anastasia Beverly Hills is also another popular one that is cruelty free. Uh, Glossier is another one. Um, milk makeup also does have a few vegan products and, um, their products are really nice too. They're cruelty-free. Kat Von D is another um, makeup brand that has, um, you know, cruelty-free makeup. Bare Minerals, Beauty Blender, Becca, BH Cosmetics, Bite Beauty, Black Radiance. Carol's daughter also carries, um, their things are also um, cruelty-free, and I believe vegan too. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I came across that. Charlotte Tilbury, ColourPop, CoverGirl, as of 2018, they are cruelty-free. Um, Hourglass, Urban Decay. Another great one that I came across on Instagram, actually, is Beauty Bakery. That's also a Black-owned. The woman who created it is an African-American woman who... Um, her products are vegan, actually. They're vegan and cruelty-free. So that's really nice. nice. Yeah, that is a really great thing there. Um, NYX, Tarts, The Body Shop. Even though I've heard that they're in they're kind of going through something right now where they're owned by another company. So I would put a question mark around them, but I do like what the stuff that I've used from them have, have been really nice for my skin. Um, Too Faced is another one. Wander Beauty is one that I discovered and that's sold at Sephora. They have vegan products and they're cruelty free. Whole Foods also carries a brand called 365 that has oh. moisturizers. Cool foods, and, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, it's called 365. So you'll see that they have products, skincare products that are good um, to use as well. And um, unfortunately, there's the downside to, to, you know, the other flip side is where they do test on animals, which I was heartbroken about <laughs> a few of these because I'm not going to lie. I do have a few non-cruelty-free products from before, um Mm -hmm. and such some of those are NARS um BOSHA which is one that I you know I should really do my research before I post anything but I thought that they were cruelty free free, but they're not they do have vegan products which is kind of like confusing because what it could mean is that even though their things are vegan you know, that's something to keep in mind for anything you use is that if it's vegan, that's great. But if they test it on animals, then they're not cruelty free. And this company isn't. Right. So that's also something my whole point is, if you don't want to, 
if you don't want animals to be tortured just so you can look beautiful, then I would say don't use anything that's not cruelty free. So yeah, that's, right. that's important. Uh, Sephora collection is not Dior, Mac, Max Factor, Mary Kay, Avon, Clinique, Maybelline. I mean, the list can continue to go on, but yeah, Benefit is another one. Lancome, Bobby Brown, Chanel. These are not cruelty free. And that's kind of sad. And I will say this, if your product comes from China or is made in China, they actually, um, do not what they actually regulate for their country is that um okay so in china animals are tested on and they require all internationally imported and exported cosmetics to be tested on the good thing is though in in europe none of their products are tested on animals so if you get a a european brand makeup such as charlotte till i think tillsbury is one um it's not tested on animals. So that's a good thing. Um, so that everything is available online too, where you can literally just go into Google type, is this makeup cruelty free? And it will tell you. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're like really lucky to have the internet, honestly. Definitely. Is this cruelty free? Like, at your fingertips. <laughs> yeah, and I use what I used to do my research was cruelty free kitty and logical harmony, as well as YouTube. YouTube, you can go to the great thing about YouTube is there's a real person talking, reviewing products that are cruelty free. So that's a great way also to get information on whether a product's cruelty free or not. And also, you'd be surprised, um, a lot of these companies are very forthcoming with the information. You can just go to the frequently asked questions of the website, the makeup website, and it should list right there if it's cruelty-free or not. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's the great wow. thing. And, you know, and I don't mean to bash any company because they do have some great products. It's just that I'm more concerned for the, the well-being of people who use it. You know, your health is important, exactly. and I would hope everyone would feel the same and that also the environment. You have to think about where – where are these products going after you're finished with it? Because a lot of uh, makeup packaging is very wasteful and it is horrible for the environment. Um, For example, like for lipsticks, um, the containers that they're made from are, um, it's a type of plastic that's very hard um, to recycle. And (laughs) what I discovered is that, I don't know if you've noticed on on water bottles, that's, very easy to recycle. And the way you know that is if you check on the water bottle, sometimes it's listed somewhere on there. It should say plastic one or two, the number one or two. And that's called the resin number. It's R-E-S-I-N. So when you find that resin number um, on a bottle, for example, that way you'll know, okay, this is good. You know, it's easy to recycle. Whereas with makeup, it could have the number, plastic numbers that say three, six, or seven are very hard to recycle. And what ends up happening is you dump it, you think you're recycling it, but it goes into some landfill, a wasteful landfill somewhere. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I would say the best way to combat that is to buy makeup containers that have recyclable glass, metal, cardboard, or paper. So th- th- that's the best way you can, you know, care for the environment. And also 
if you do have a makeup that you can't makeup containers that aren't recyclable, just reuse it, you know, clean it out, either get the makeup refilled because some makeup companies do allow you to refill makeup or there's, the good thing that Mac does, even though it's not cruelty free, is that they have this program called Back to Mac. So when you're done with your makeup, you give you can go to any Mac store and give it back where they can basically reuse it themselves. So and Origins oh, okay. does the same. And even though I was sad, Origins is not cruelty free. <laughs> but they have they do have some great products, I will admit, but they do the same thing too, where you can return it and um yeah, you can at least get your money's worth if you want to change your lifestyle to use cruelty-free. At least give those so that way you're not contributing to any, um, you know, toxic waste in the environment. You can just kind of give those products, uh, those used products back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know there are a few vegans out there that are vegan for the environment. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's even a bonus to, like, having eco-friendly products. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm, yeah. Like I said, I'm all about health and wellness. And I'm not a perfect vegan by any means. I don't think anyone out there is. Um, no, there's no such there's thing. No even such though some thing. people act like No, it. there's not. <laughs> and also, like, it's a learning process. You have to know what works for you. Exactly. And I feel like, yeah. you know, at least think about, what you want for your health, even if you're not vegan and you do support cruelty-free makeup, um, I would say, you know, think about it because when you use something on your skin, your skin is your largest organ. Things will seep into your body without you even realizing it, whether it's the lotion you use, the moisturizer, the lipstick. So you have to keep in mind what you're using on yourself. Um, And makeup is not regulated by the FDA, by the way. So that's another thing. Like makeup's not regulated. Retailers can put anything in their makeup. So wow. yeah, that's kind of scary <laughs> to be honest. Very, very scary. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, hmm, oh I think I will probably go, you know, on the Alicia Keys train of thought where she doesn't even use makeup, which sometimes is better for your skin. So just let it breathe. Um, mm-hmm. so it's all about your choices too. you know, what works for you may not work for someone else. Right. Yeah. Like I don't wear makeup at mm-hmm. all, but I, I just think it's interesting. Like when I found your page on Instagram, I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Cruelty-free vegan makeup. Yeah. I may try it like just for fun. Right. Um, I've only worn makeup maybe twice in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sweet 16 and my uh, prom in in high school but yeah talking to you it it makes me more interested in like trying it out though because one of my Mm -hmm. concerns was like yeah um, makeup is toxic to our bodies and the environment so that Mm -hmm. was my main reason for why I didn't wear it yeah and I mean and that's the thing like Everything should be used in, um, how can I put this? Everything has a limit. You know, you should never overdo anything. And whether it's food or makeup or your time, you know, you shouldn't overdo anything. But um, with makeup, I mean, it has, like I said, it can give you nice color. It could, it, it's just something to accentuate what you already have. You know, I'm not a big proponent for just piling on makeup and whatnot, but 
Um, sometimes if you just want a new look, you know, just to look a little different or um, if you're going to a nice event, it's always great to use. But like I said, just keep in mind what is that, what is exactly in your makeup. Like for me, for my shampoo and conditioners and body wash, I try to use vegan um, cruelty-free products because I know like washing my hair, washing um, my skin and whatnot, that's something that I definitely want to keep it fresh and healthy. I don't want, you know, any of that to, you know, I don't want what I'm using to exactly. make me sick or to make me feel off somehow. So, yeah. Um, but makeup is, is, is a big, we know that's a multi-million, billion dollar company. Um, so it's a lot of women use it and, um, um, doing the research also helps to know what exactly is it mm-hmm. that you're using. So that's that's my biggest takeaway from all this. And I think for myself, I'll probably start to keep in mind what exactly I'm putting on my skin. Not just for it's not just for the sake of the animal that suffered for us to have the makeup, but also for your health in the right. future as well. Um, and the last thing I just want to share is that making sure that you're not using too many products at one time on your skin, because that could cause more breakouts. That's another thing that I've learned. Yeah, even though it, it might be like, oh, this product's so great for my skin. It's vegan. It's cruelty-free. If you're using that plus three other things on your skin, you know, three other cleansers or two other moisturizers, that a lot of buildup can cause acne as well. So you don't right. want that either. Um, you just kind of want to keep it very simple, natural, um, maybe two to three pro- products at a time on your skin and maybe one face, uh, face mask that you throw in there once a week or twice a week. And that's really it. That's all you really need to keep your skin fresh and awesome. looking great. Yeah, great advice there. And um, yeah, you, you shared a lot of things that I had no idea about and yeah, I really appreciate you taking mm-hmm. the time to share your insight and your knowledge and your concern too. Um, are there any resources mm-hmm. that have helped you in your vegan journey? And yeah. Um, yeah, to be honest, um, as far as any books or films, I haven't come across any just yet. Um, uh, because like I said, I'm still new to this. I just started like less than a month ago getting into makeup again and cruelty-free makeup at that. So I can definitely share uh, with a, you know, a little document that I can create uh, detailing any books, movies, YouTube uh, pages to check awesome. out um, makeup artists that do use cruelty-free makeup. And yeah, I don't mind sharing. And like I said, if you want something quick and easy to find a list, Cruelty free, uh, excuse me. Um, it's called, I'll tell you the name again Logical Harmony is a website, and also Cruelty Free Kitty. Those are two great websites I use that literally detail and spell out for you what's cruelty free, what's not, what's vegan, a vegan brand, and where to find these products. So that's a great resource to have um, if you just want something quick and easy while you're out shopping. And that concludes episode 15, Don't Be Cruel. If you know someone that would benefit from listening to what Ion had to say, definitely send this podcast episode to them for a listen. 
In other news, I just wanted to share some updates quickly regarding future podcast episodes. I'm going to be bringing back the Mind Your Business series featuring all Canadian entrepreneurs within the vegan community, so I'm definitely excited for that. If you enjoy these podcast episodes, let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram. My account is at sweettoothshay. Or you can message me through my blog, which is www.sweettoothshay.com. I'm going to be launching a new website, which is going to be thesweettoothvegan.com. And when that gets up and running, I will let you all know. Thank you for the support and thank you for listening.